Hello world, welcome back to another episode of Third Eye Sifes. I'm your host, Natalia, and this is a po- this is a podcast uh, where we talk about, at the moment, um, current events, but not really. Um, well, a specific current event, I guess everybody should know what I'm talking about. Um, if you're listening to this the day it's released or around the time, um, I am talking about today... Uh, Well, okay, before we even get into that, anyways, we talk about current events and how they pertain to us personally and how we can overcome um, certain situations, certain personal situations in world situations, if that makes sense, Um, how we can uh, gain our strength, um, motivation, uh, inspiration, and then as well as um, a bunch of spiritual stuff as well. Um, (laughs) So anyways, uh, if, if... uh, you don't know what I'm talking about, or if you already know what I'm talking about, I am talking about, um, well, our, our country, because I'm in America, um, as well as most of my listeners are from America, um, and the, what was it, what do you call that, the, uh, the, the stamp, not stampede, is it, well, I guess stampede, um, the, the breaking into of Capitol Hill, is that is it even called Capitol Hill? I don't even know. U.S. Capitol? <laughs> Capitol Hill? I don't even know if that's what it's called. Because I thought it was, like, the country's capital, but apparently it's not. It was, like, the state capital. Is it called Capitol Hill? Capitol. I'm just going to type in Capitol on Google and see what pops up. Oh, my God. I kept getting... I keep getting, like, um... Capital... Capital One, the bank... Capital protests. I'll just type that in. Capital the the protest at the Capitol. There you go, guys. What do you call it? Capital building. Also, if you hear like screeching in the background, um, that is my cat Haku. She is awake and bored, and she wants me to play with her right now. Um, the U. It was the U.S. Capitol. What the heck? Somebody told me it wasn't the U.S. Capitol. The U.S. Capitol building. Oh my gosh. See, look, I was right, and they have me saying a bunch of weird stuff. Like, I didn't want to say the U.S. Capitol because I thought it wasn't the U.S. Capitol. Oh my god. Anyways, so we're talking about the protests at the U.S. Capitol and how they actually got in. Um, I, I, I'm sure everybody knows by now. I don't have to explain it to you. Um, but it was a very historical moment. This is a very historical time, guys. We are in. We just entered the age of Aquarius, and this is what's already happening, guys. Um, so, anyways welcome welcome to another episode um we have we have some stuff to talk about today guys um but first and foremost how are you how are you doing um let's go through our our list remember last time we actually created a physical list i have it right here on my desk and we are gonna go through it um are these even good things honestly guys like i listened to the episode and i just looked like i was like pulling stuff out of my ass um, no, I think it's pretty good, especially water, water, are you drinking water? Eight times, eight ounces, are you drinking eight glasses of eight ounce, uh, eight, eight ounce, are you drinking eight glasses of eight ounce water? Is, is that, is that correct? <laughs> um, cause that is the recommended amount of water you should drink daily. That's actually a lot of water. Um, I, I would like to say I drink that much. Um, but I don't know, you know, I drink water, but does it, does it equal eight, eight ounce glasses? I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
Should we carry around an eight ounce glass and then just count over over time throughout the day? Like, okay, this is my third glass. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever works for you. Um, so what I did was I had a 16 ounce bottle and I would, that that's half, like, it's like double the eight ounce. So then it's half like the eight amount. So you would have to drink four 16 ounces. Um, so that's a bit easier. And 16 ounces is even that bad. Where's a water bottle? I don't have one here, but I don't even know what the general amount, maybe this one will tell me. I don't know what the general amount. No, it just says China on it. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it might be, it might be, I feel like it's a little less than 16 ounces. Maybe like, depending on the water bottle, of course. Um, but anyways, that's the recommended amount of water that you should be drinking daily. Are you eating healthy? Are you eating organic? Organic's actually very good. It holds more prana, life force energy within it. Um, I'm talking about like raw foods, like fruits and vegetables. Um, are you eating your dark greens? The dark greens are the healthiest greens. Um, and yeah, the, what what do you consider dark greens? I I get red leaf lettuce. I love oh my gosh, I love salad guys. Um, that's like my favorite food. <laughs> that's like my favorite food. I'm about to start crying. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, but it really is my favorite food. And I recently, well, not recently. Um, I think I told you guys. Uh, I see an Ayurveda counselor. Um, and I am Vata Dosha, and it. I, I try to, like, it was very imbalanced when, um, I don't know how it is now, honestly, but, <laughs> um, when I got the consultation and a, a number one thing, cause Vata doshas, so, um, to calm it or to like regulate it, you need like warm, sweet, uh, like nourishing kind of foods and you have to stay away from like fresh raw foods. So like just like uncooked food so like your vegetables have to be cooked you even have to like there's like something called stewed fruits it sounds disgusting honestly but um they suggest that as well but it says to avoid salads and raw vegetables which is so like depressing for me because i literally survive on salad like before i came to her i was like surviving on salad that's probably where my vodka dosha was all like out of whack because all i eat that's like my survival food like i love salad um so, anyways, it's, it's kind of. I just bought. I just bought red leaf lettuce for the first time in a long time today since that consultation. Um, I was like, you know what, man, I need a salad in my life. Like I've been down and I need someone to pick me up, so I need some salad. <laughs> um, anyways, so are you eating uh, non-GMO foods? Non-GMO foods. That's pretty good. Do you know what GMO means? It means genetically modified organism. Is it organism? It's an organism, guys. That's. That's crazy. <laughs> Is it? Hold on. Let's see. Let's fact check that. Genetically modified. Oh, organisms. Yeah, I'm absolutely correct. Let's see. Well, I typed in. I pressed food by accident. Organisms. Definition. A, gen a genetically modified organism is any organism whose genetic material has been altered using genetic engineering techniques. I don't know. I think it's weird and creepy and, oh my gosh, I remember when I first started, like, waking up to, like, the stupidity that happens in our world and they they made an, this is when I was living in New York, and um, they made an announcement on the news, like, <gasps> we're, um, 
we're releasing, or they're going to be releasing in the supermarkets this week, um, a new, I think it was like an apple. It was like called the gold, I think it was called like the golden apple or something. Um, and it was like, it, it doesn't get brown as fast. It's sweeter. It lasts longer. Oh, it was just something, but it was a GMO and they were announcing that it was a GMO, but they were very like excited and proud about it. Like that's absolutely, I can't like. What does that even hold? Like, that probably has no life force energy whatsoever, because it's not even, like... They just made it in a lab. It's not even coming from the earth and nature. I don't know. It's weird to me. GMOs are weird. And they're most likely in everybody's food. Like, we probably consume GMOs daily, unless you make sure that you're eating super... And then, like, even if you eat outside, like, you don't know if they're using GMOs, and then you would have to cook all your food at home. And then, I don't know. I think it's... it's I don't know. Anyways, we we try. We aim. We aim to do non-GMOs. Mental health. Mental health. Are you giving yourself some breaks from work, from stress, from doing a bunch of stuff? Are you giving yourself some time off to rest? Are you relaxing? Are you playing? Are you having fun? Are you doing the things that you enjoy? Are you creating? Are you exploring? Are you keeping that childlike mind emotional do you have a strong support system do you have friends do you have somebody you can talk to about your feelings about your life about your goals your aspirations and if you don't join the third eye size private community because, <laughs> because you will have a support system there or you could just dm me because i i will support you unless you're doing some bad stuff and harmful stuff then I can't support that. Sorry, guys. Um, but, yes, we have a, a community. Third, Third Eye Sipes has a private Facebook community. Um, I'm actually sharing um, relevant content on there. So, nobody's really in it right now. Um, but, if you want, like, a ongoing conversation with me... And with me sharing, so, like, what I've been doing recently is, like, sharing links. So, like, during the whole, like, uh, U.S. Capitol thing, or not even, it was actually before it happened, um, I found a video on YouTube of this doctor who was at, like, a U.S., I don't know if it was a U.S. Congress meeting, or it was, like, some official meeting, and it was, it had so many views, and it was, like, the doctor being upset that they were discrediting him and a certain medication for helping coronavirus and that it absolutely like prevents people from getting it and um nobody's saying anything about it and he's like super upset and he's yelling he's like um this absolutely works like we've tried it we even did an experimental study where we took like a group of doctors who took the medication and then like worked or whatever um and then see if they got it, and nobody got it, and then they had another test group where they didn't take the medication, and they worked, like, they all did the same thing, and then, like, six out of ten people got it, or something like that, so it's, like, proven to, to work, and they're, they're not, um, they're not saying anything, so I shared that video in the private group, because, you know, I want to inform you guys, like, this is a drug, this is working, this is what's happening, and they're not showing it in the general public, um, so I will be doing that, I will be sharing content, 
um, that I find that I feel is very valuable to people that people should know that isn't in the mainstream that I just come across and then you can do the same if you come across something that you feel needs to be shared that isn't in the mainstream then you share it in the community and then we could talk about it um, there's a mentorship program if you need help with anything or if you want to know more about a certain topic um, you can be matched with a mentor you could be matched with me and we could talk more on a specific subject and I can help you work through stuff um, so it's really cool but back to emotional, are you journaling? Are you journaling? Are you writing down your feelings? Are you expressing yourself? Um, right now is a very major time for expression, and we will be getting right into that. Um, I hope you guys are well. I hope you are trying to stay well through the craziness of the world, through life, through our day, through our week, through pretty much everything. Um, so... Um, I guess we'll just get right into this episode. I, I feel like I want to use this button just to like, uh, separate, um, you know, the beginning from the middle and then, the, you, you know what I'm talking about. The beginning from the middle, <laughs> the beginning from the middle. Um, so I'm sorry. I'm happy. I'm happy. I got the button. I'm happy. And last night I actually, I was supposed to put a bunch of other sounds or was I? Yeah, I was going to look for some more sounds. I was like, was I? I was going to look for some more sounds. But I actually just finally released another book on the market. Um, it's actually a book that... Uh, I feel like a lot of people who listen to this um, don't haven't actually read this book. So if you would like to support me... It's actually not available for distribution um, at most. It's an ebook, by the way. Um, at mo- it's still being pe- like it's still pending to see if it's um, accepted to like a bunch of stores like uh, Barnes and Noble, um, Amazon. What's that other one? There's like another one. Um, I don't know. A couple other websites, but it's available in the Lulu Bookstore, and it's called Twenty One and Not Even Close. And this was actually a poetry collection that I wrote. Um, right before I turned 21, well, as it was within like the two, the two weeks before I turned 21. Um, and it was just, it's a collection of poems about how I can't really relate to other people at this age. Like at, it's, it's weird. It's weird turning 21, but I can't relate to other people when it comes to like, oh, we want to go out to drink. We want to party like blah, blah, blah. Um, and how my main life goal, I feel like I'm at the point where it's, it's not really that, but in the back of my head it kind of is, but I don't like to say that it is because I'm trying to detach myself from that whole concept of, um, gaining enlightenment. It sounds crazy. It, it, it does. It, it sounds weird, like, even saying it because it, it sounds unattainable as I say it. Like, every time I say it, it sounds completely unattainable, and that's why I don't like saying it. Um, <laughs> it just sounds like I put... Like, it's, it's basically like Brahman or Tao. Like, the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. So it's, it feels like if I even mention gaining enlightenment, it just feels like it's not even, it's not even what it is when I talk about it. But anyways, it, it's basically me talking about um, the struggles of turning 21 and wanting to gain enlightenment, but I can't seem to relate to other people. This is how I feel at this time. Um, it feels weird to grow up, and then I'm kind of like, it was also like during a time 
um, a little after kind of uh, my, my one of my mid midlife crisis of growing up um, because I had just started living on my own. Um, I had my own apartment by myself. I didn't really have any friends. I didn't really know anybody uh, in L.A. And it's just like it was kind of like a, it was like a mid midlife crisis because it was like man, I'm this age now, like, I'm by myself, I have to do everything by myself to pay my bills, I have to feed myself, I have to do this, I have to do that, so it's kind of like, man, where's my childhood, like, where did it go, um, so it's kind of like that, it's, it's like, where did my childhood go, look, I'm turning this age, and this is what I want to do with my life, how can I ever relate to anybody, um, so it's actually a really, very personal poetry collection, I love it so much, um, people might say, it's shit, it's okay, because I feel like all poetry is shit or it's it, it's good like some people say it's shit some people say it's good but I don't know if you want to check it out it's called 21 and not even close um it's available in the lulu bookstore and if you follow me on instagram I will announce when it is available on kindle um what's that other one nook uh I don't know some other stuff guys <laughs> um but I do already have a ebook out if you want to call if you want to check it out. Um, it's called A Guide to Enlightenment, and it is a guide for mindfulness and spirituality for beginners. And that was a book I wrote when I was 15 years old, and it kind of went viral, very minorly viral. Um, not it, okay, but I don't know, not viral because viral is like half over half a million views that's okay it didn't go viral but it went it got pretty popular um on wattpad if you know what that is um it's kind of like this app website where people can write books and stuff and then you can just read them it's a, there's a lot of fan fiction on it but um that's i feel like that's what a lot of people just use it for but at the at the time um it was like a startup i don't know if it was a startup but a lot of people were using it for way more than fan fiction um it was a lot of poetry on there a lot of journaling um but anyways got really popular and then I ended up rewriting it last year exactly one year ago it it actually oh it's 555 it feels so good to release this book at this time just because I didn't even know it was exactly one year ago um so it feels like a, a year anniversary and then I was kind of like talking to myself um not talking to myself but it's on my list to release another ebook um so I just, like, it's not a new one. Like, it is a book that I have already written. But it just feels good to, like, put it out on the market and have some another book out on the market um, available for sale instead of just, like, providing all this free content for you guys. No, well, I mean, I don't care about free content, but, like, I, I want poetry books out there on the market. And then maybe, just maybe, I'll be recognized by a publisher or something or on the... Well, I self-publish now, but trying to get big guys trying to be a big writer here (laughs) um but anyways it just feels good anyways that book is called a guide to enlightenment um you can find it in the barnes and noble bookstore Um, i think you can find it in the google books yeah you can find it in the google bookstore i put it in there um on there and then amazon ebook uh nook wait no nook is barnes and noble's uh kindle kindle um and then Lulu Bookstore. Anything that has an EPUB reader, like a ebook write- reader, you can just download from the Lulu Bookstore, and then the EPUB reader will read the book. Um, 
but I rewrote it because I was a terrible writer when I was 15. Um, so I rewrote it and I added more value to it, more details. Um, so it's, it's a better upgraded version of it. But anyways, enough about that. Um, I pulled a card for us today. Okay. Wait, first. Okay. First. Um, no, I guess we could talk about it. I, I, I wanted to talk about the, but this kind of, um, goes along with what happened, um, at, at the U.S. Capitol. <sighs> okay, wait, no, actually, no, I feel like I should, shock, I should, it, this needs, like, some kind of, uh, because this is a really good card, guys, that's why, um, it kind of needs some, some sort of, uh, like, drum roll, like, no, not drum roll, oh, man, like, a like, something that leads up to it, I don't know the word for it right now, but, anyways, so, the U.S. Capitol, what, what happened, I know everybody knows what happened, but let me just reiterate real quick and then tell you how I feel about it. So, basically, okay, so apparently it was a mixture of Trump supporters and just regular people who just wanted to, like, kind of protest other things. I, what I saw on the news was it just seemed, and they made it seem like it was just, so it was probably not just Trump supporters, it was probably a lot of other people, like, but from my interpretation, from what I saw on the news... Um, and live footage, it, they made it seem like it was all Trump supporters, and, but when you look inside, like, inside, there was, like, some other people in there, too, but a lot of them were Trump supporters, and, um, they were upset about, I guess, the, I guess, the election, you know, because he, he lost, um, and there's, and Trump keeps saying it's rigged, uh, that it was fraud, that they're lying, like, they're lying that he actually won, that there's fake votes in there, um, and then that makes all his supporters upset, so then they're protesting, like, we want our president, basically, like, you're, you're lying, um, he did win, Biden did not win, um, so I, I believe, I, like, I really don't, like, I don't know their personal, um, how they feel or what they're thinking, so, like, that's just what I'm assuming, but, that is number three in the uh, fourth agreements. Don't make assumptions. So, I honestly don't know. But from what from what it seems like, that's what it seems like. So, um, that's that's just what it was. Um, so there were yeah, there were some other people in there. Like there's this picture. It's like a, a meme going around now that there's like this one. I hate saying black people, white people. I really do. But how do I further? Um, he looked like he was like from the hood and stuff it was really funny and you see him he's like standing there like i don't know i only saw one picture and he's just standing there and people are putting like different captions and it's really funny so you see like all these like like trump supporters around him and then you just see him like standing like looking or something like inside the capitol but he's like dressed hella street and he's a black guy and he like he's just staring i was like it's just funny because it's like there was one caption was like what city is he from like it's because it's a complete like different it's completely different than like half of the people that were actually in there um aka people bringing the confederate flag into the u.s capitol now that is insane that you the Confederate flag. I can't believe that's even still flag. Um, well, of course, it's still a flag. Um, just like the Nazi Germany th- uh, flag is still a flag. Um, it's so funny. Uh, I heard something. Um, I was wa- If you guys know who the H3 podcast is, um, I was watching the H3 coverage of what was happening live. And uh, 
Ethan, who's one of the the main people from H3, it's him and his wife, Ela. Um, Ethan, he said, uh, how, how much you want to bet that all of these Trump flags are printed in China? And that just had me dying because like that's just so funny like they, they he was like they probably made like a billion dollars off of this protest um which i think is so hysterical because it's like yeah we're like apparently we're at war with china people are like it's so funny because i hear people like well at least we're not at war but we we kind of are at war like it, it, people don't think that i mean like we have to be like it's one thing to to like like I don't know how to say it, like, it's one thing to, like, uh, basically, we can't turn uh, a blind eye to what's actually happening, like, it may not be in front of our face, but we have to see the whole thing, we have to see all sides of things, we have to kind of get the bigger picture, kind of determine what the bigger plan is, um, and kind of see that everything is everything's about money it's it's not about the people um the people want to be about the people and the people try to be about the people but everything is about the money everything is about this political agenda everything is about money everything is about trade everything is about war everything is about it's it's not it's you have to see things in a a more wider viewpoint um but anyways, so apparently there was a mixture between Trump supporters and just other people who are ready for the revolution. Um, but a lot of people don't know what they're fighting for. Um, people want their, what, freedom? People want their rights. Well, we have our, our rights and they try to take them away from us. And then that's where people get upset because we don't want our rights taken away from us as Americans we created this country to have rights. Now, I can get into that. I don't want to talk about this on this podcast, honestly, but I will share videos on um, the private community about what this country was actually built on. Um, and um, how, like, what's happening right now. It's very, it's very interesting for those who don't know uh, about the Federal Reserve Bank and all that. Um, I will share content on on the private community, but I don't want to talk about it on here um, because you know why. <laughs> Anyways, uh, especially during now. So it's it's the age of Aquarius, guys. We are shifting into this new age, but we are shifting into this age where we're becoming. I don't even know. This is this is what we're going to be talking about, guys, because it's very it's very conflicting. Like I'm very I'm not very conflicted, but it feels very conflicting, and we'll talk further more about that. Um but it's basically right now is the time. It's like a revolutionary time. And they're apparently they're going to have another march, I think on the 26th or like the 15th, I don't know, some other date. They're going to have another march. Um and it's not going to stop. We still have other protests, like the BLM protests. We still have Antifa. We still have, and then we have these people, the Trump supporters. And then we have people who just want, people just want to fight. It was so funny. I was watching it as it was happening live. And I was like, if this was, like, if this was happening a few years ago, I would absolutely be in there. Like, for those of you who don't know, I minorly joined Anonymous. And 
Um, for those of you who don't know, look it up. Um, and I say minorly because it was minor, and this is a podcast. <laughs> and um, if this had happened during that time that I was involved in corruption and political agendas and all of that and then I would absolutely have been in there I would have been like I will put my life on the line and it's just like I wouldn't even know what I'm fighting for honestly so um let's get into this card reading because it that's it kind of brings us into this moment so what I asked was what do you guys need to know for this week but this card reflected just what's happening right now and it's so beautiful. I pulled from the Native Spirit Oracle card deck. Now, I don't usually pull from this card deck. I think I maybe pulled from it twice. Um, but I was like, what do the ancestors have to say? What do our Native ancestors have to say about what's happening right now? Like, what can you tell us? And the card that we got is the Thunder Drum. The Thunder Drum, guys. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Thunder Drum, the Natives, they would beat on the drum in the beginning of battle or in celebration it is their it is the sound of nature it is the sound of their voice it is the sound of power and resilience and action and it's insane that we actually got this card because it is a it is this time it is the time that the thunder drum is being hit and now i'm not saying like oh the like the trump supporters like i don't even like it's not even it has nothing to do with that it has to do with the people who are speaking up it is the it is time for everyone it is everybody's time of speaking up and i don't know what you call this honestly like it's very i will do more research into like and I'm talking like spiritually, energetically, um, generationally, um, evolutionary, like, so like in the bigger timeline, like zoomed out, like what is this time period? What is this era? Like, like, what does this mean? Um, I'm going to look up actually, let's talk about the age of Aquarius for a little bit. I'm sorry. Give me one sec. Age of Aquarius. Not for a little bit, but for like, just so we can kind of define, um, Let's see. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Okay, let's look at this picture. Age of Aquarius. The age when everything becomes unified. In the new age, we break free of centuries of false doctrines, destructive indoctrines, absurd ideas, and children's stories about God, education, medicine, and love. The corrupt foundations of false society crumble. This time of crisis is not the signal of the end of the world. What comes is not the end, but the beginning. The dream humanity has lived for centuries ends, and we awaken to a bright new day, a bright new way. Now, in the age of Aquarius, everything becomes unified. All our differences, all our dualities mix together like the fragrance of a flower shop, with all of the different flowers adding their bouquet adding yeah adding their bouquet to the overall mix until they are inseparable each individual flower remains distinct and individual each one's fragrance is unique and discernible when you come up close to it yet join together in unity with the others in the in the wonderful mixture that is the smell of the shop 
our individual worth comes from inside, from what we have inside through our development, our evolution, and what we can give to society. Now our drastic differences dissolve and we integrate into the whole. We integrate and unify with the energy of the universe, with the great cosmic spirit. So just my confusion was how this all ties in with Kali Yug. Now, we'll talk more about this, but so as you can see, the age of Aquarius is the time of the falling and crumbling of corruption of the things that are no longer working. And it's insane that this is all happening and we just entered it. We are only, today's the 8th of January of 2021. And this is just the beginning, guys. So this is a very revolutionary time. And a lot of people are speaking their truth. It's not just about Trump and him becoming president. It is time for everything to come crashing down. We see Pizzagate being revealed. We see all of this corruption. Everything that has been hidden is now coming arise. And they are getting scared. So that is why we're getting more laws. We're getting more restrictions. We're doing this. We're getting that. And it's becoming enough is enough. And that is what's happening. Um, so I will read to you what this card says, but it is very powerful. This card says, stand up and be counted. Be assertive. Don't be shy about sharing your gifts and letting the world know about your value. Declare with authority. This is who I am and this is what I stand for. Make a stand for others less fortunate. Take risks walk in rhythm to the beat of your own drum this is not the time to step back or step aside your native spirit wants you to know throughout the world indigenous people have called spirit through drumming drumming was used to activate one's fighting spirit before battle as well as for joyous celebrations and sacred ceremonies it was also used for healing rituals. In every case, the drum beat was used to open spiritual realms. A thunder drum calls the thunder beings from the sky and they arrive with passion and incredible vitality. Drawing this card means that it's time to step up into your passion. Make a stand in life for what truly matters to you. A powerful way to activate your life force is to drum on your chest lightly with a closed fist. It's especially powerful if you do a two beat. Similar to the sound of a beating heart, which is the most primordial sign for humans, sound for humans. This rhythm is grounding and activates your strength. <laughs> wow that's insane guys so this is our these are these this is a native spirit speaking to us these cards it's called native spirit oracle cards and it is to connect you with your ancestors with the natives of this earth are are the beings that were first here that were more in tune with spirit and at the moment they are saying this is our time now this is a revolutionary time this is our time to take a stand to fight for what we feel is right to fight for our own personal freedom whether it be in the household in our life where we take a stand in our own life and take our back our own power 
to take back our own power from ourselves that we might not have been giving to ourselves, to our family, to whoever isn't treating us right, be it our friends, our so-called friends or whatever, um, anybody, our teachers, our bosses, our co-workers, our politicians, our media. So what this card is saying that is that it's not a time right now to be silent What about anything. It is a time to take back our power. It is a time to take a stand. This is crazy, guys. This is crazy. Okay, so getting into um, just, just what what I was going to say about um, Kali-Yug, Kali-Yug is that... So for those of you who don't know the Yugs or the Yugas, um, let's just kind of go... There's four uh, Kali-Yuga... Age of, oh wow, how do you get Age of Aquarius? Huh. Um, the end of the Dark Age, Kali Yuga. So, uh, wait, hold on. Before I get into this, I want to save this one. Hold on. Um, what are the Yugas? Okay, I spelled it wrong because it's showing like My Hero Academia. <laughs> um, okay, so there is the Satya Yuga. That is the that is like the um, that's like the first one. Then it goes into the Treta Yuga, Treta, and then it goes into the Dwapara Yuga, and then the Kali Yuga. The Kali Yuga is way shorter than the Satya Yuga. So the Satya Yuga is um. Okay, this kind of breaks it down. So the Satya Yuga is the spiritual age. That is the age where we didn't even need to speak and able to communicate. We could just telepathically talk. We were very in tune with spirit. We knew who we were. We knew how to use our life force energy. We knew how to use this human experience. We were very in tune interdimensionally, metaphysically, and spiritually so this is like the golden age basically this is like when we're at the pinnacle peak of creation um and then the treta yuga it goes into the mental age so it's very um it's very like uh you you absorb knowledge through just like thinking honestly i don't i wish i had a better way to explain this because i like, I don't know in detail, um, I don't know in detail enough to tell you, but I, I, I was listening to a lecture yesterday, um, by Sadhguru, and he talks about the yugas, because I was, I was trying to understand how the yugas fall in, like, how Kali Yuga falls into place with what's happening, um, so he was saying during the, the Treta Yuga that, you could just like by staring at stuff you just know everything about it it was very mental everything was done very through through the mind basically now the duapada that is the energy age i don't really i honestly don't know i can i can do um i can do a whole episode on this honestly if you guys want to know about this i will do an episode about this cuz i do not know enough yet 
enough to talk about it. But anyways, there's these four yugas. <laughs> and it's basically these time periods that go through thousands of years. And this is in Hindu philosophy. I'm sorry. Um, this is this is Hindu philosophy. This is in the Vedas, um, in the Puranas. I don't know if it's in the Vedas. I think it's in the Vedas, but the Puranas. And it talks about these certain time periods. So, like, the Satya Yuga, for example, it runs from... Uh, 11,500 BC to 6,700 BC. And then, then it starts the Treta Yuga, and then from 6,700 BC, it goes to 3,100 BC. Then it, the, the Dwapada from 3,100 BC to 700 BC. And then from seven, we've been, we're in Kali Yuga right now. We've been in Kali Yuga from 700 BC. And it goes into the, um, it says that it end in the 1900s. I don't know. I'm confused about this now. This is the material, and this is considered the material ages. Hold on. Let me look at another chart. Oh, yeah. So it says it goes into, like, 2500 AD, or, like, 2000 AD. We're, like, we're like kind of, like, in the middle end of Kali Yug. Um, so, anyways, the Kali Yug... Um, We'll, we'll speak on that because I know way more about this time period than the other yugas. Um, but this whole cycle runs for 43 million years. And they are they are broken down um, into these things. So let me read to you something from AwakeningSpark.com. Um, it is, it's titled The End of the Dark Age, Kali Yuga. Um, I'm going to scroll to where it talks about the correlation between... Man's history and blah, 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 blah. The first age in Vedic literature is referred to as the Satya Yuga, or the golden age of truth and enlightenment. During this period, man's kind, spiritual knowledge, and abilities were at their peak. Almost everyone was gifted with great supernatural powers, or siddhis. I talk about these um, in the podcast. Old age, disease, and infirmity were unheard of. People had the power to die at will. There was free flow of traffic from Earth to all the planets, galaxies, and dimensions. The successive age of Treta Yuga, Silver Age, and Dwapada Yuga, the Bronze Age, saw a gradual decline in man's spiritual knowledge and prowess, ending with the current darkest age, Kali Yuga, also called the Iron Age. That is what we are in now. Due to the fact that the Western Ages are based upon physical accomplishments, archaeological evidence makes it fairly easy to a certain the beginning and ending of each age um blah 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 um evidence that suggests that the kali yuga ended around 1999 see that's what i'm saying it says that it ended and that we are currently in a transition phase from one age to the next okay so there you go that's that's why i was kind of confused because it looks like we ended it but we're still kind of in it but we are in a transition phase from kali yuga um I guess I could see that. So definitely like World War One, World War Two. This is all Kali Yug stuff. The Industrial Revolution, um, the Vietnam War. We had a lot of uh, really bad wars. I guess that really explains it. Um, so going down to where is the correlation between? Let's see. Do, do, do. Okay, I can't really find anything, but. There's just so much, there's so much, like, in this freaking 
the age of Aquarius. Okay. The ending of the age of Kali Yuga seems to correspond to the ending of the age of Pisces and the beginning of the age of Aquarius. The fixed stars and the night skies are divided into 12 equal sections called the zodiac. I think we all know that. Um, if a point of reference is taken in alignment with the zodiac, then one year later, the point of reference will have been seen to shift slightly. The position of the equinoxes are used to reference, used as the reference points to the calculation of the ages. Um, oh my god, now we're talking about the equinox. Wow, they just jump back. This is like the podcast. They just jump back and forth with information. Okay, so it seems to correlate that the end of Kali Yuga is also the beginning of the age of Aquarius. So it's, I guess the age of Aquarius is like, how long? Let me see. How long does the age of Aquarius last? How long does the age of, there we go. What? Oh, the age of Aquarius is said to last around 2,160 years. Oh my gosh, guys, you ready for this? This is going to be in our lifetime. I hope this podcast lasts like forever, like past, like when I'm dead, like people still listen. No, this value will become so unimportant. Uh, this content will become so unimportant during that time. We'll probably weigh no way more stuff. I hope we're like communicating with aliens already by then. I mean, I know we're already communicating with them, but like, I hope that they're just like coming in here and we could go to space and all this stuff. Um, that'd be cool. I feel like that's going to happen in our lifetime. Like in my lifetime, I'm going to be alive for that and it's going to be awesome. Okay. So what I heard in this lecture that Sadhguru was talking about, um, Kali Yuga was that we, we as humans are becoming less intelligent. So moving from the Satya Yuga where we were so freaking smart that we didn't have to talk to communicate with each other and we're very spiritually um interconnected and all of this and then we declined into the Kali Yuga where they say and um yogic doctors have been saying for years now is that humans their brain we can't we can't develop it anymore like there's no way we can get like we've reached our peak of like intelligence basically we can't get any smarter and what those yogic doctors have been saying for you like us personally like me like i can get smarter of course but then like the smartest person on earth who is it uh i don't know who the smartest person on earth is stephen hawking may have been i think he died though didn't he die i think he did die um is that even his name i hope so oh my god i'm not even gonna look that up i'm pretty sure that's his name um (laughs) i was thinking of uh who the heck was i thinking of who wrote that who wrote it uh oh my god you're gonna have me look it up now maybe it's not stephen hawking let's see who stephen hawking is stephen hawking okay what's stephen hawking who the who wrote it it book stephen king oh my god (laughs) see look at this guys who am i what do we this is why this is why Google is great and the internet is great. But see, look at this. So I can get smarter, right? Like me personally, like I don't know this stuff, but if I just like learn as much knowledge as possible, like there's probably a limit to how much I can learn. And that's what they're saying. And what those yogic doctors have been saying for years, psychologists and doctors, like modern scientific doctors, are now coming to that conclusion that we may have reached the pinnacle point of human intelligence. Um and this, this is the first time I'm hearing this. 
And this absolutely opposes my theory of humanity's purpose of life. Now, if you don't know what my theory of humanity's purpose of life is, um, this is something that I actually calculated for hours in the middle of the night. Um, Don't ask me why, but it was a very deep contemplative um, moment or time (laughs) where I spent hours truly thinking and trying to calculate i had a notebook and everything i was writing down equations and all this stuff trying to calculate what our purpose of life was now my and my conclusion what i came to and what i still held as a i kind of accepted it as reality um but now it's absolutely a theory uh my conclusion was that it's kind of like the movie lucy right So Lucy, she takes this drug and then she suddenly just keeps getting smarter and she's using like all different parts of her brain basically. Like, so she's getting super smarter and smarter and like it goes through a movie like she's using 10% of her brain, she's using 25%, she's using 35, 45, 55 and it keeps like increasing and as the movie goes on, it's increasing and she's becoming more powerful, she's becoming more smarter but as like as it's happening, she loses human emotion, she loses feeling, she doesn't know how to feel, she becomes kind of very robotic and computer-like until she gets to the point where she becomes so smart and knows everything there's nothing else for her to do that she doesn't have a purpose anymore so she just basically obliterates into infinity she is everything she becomes the air that we breathe the words that we speak she is everything and this is the exact representation of humanity and our evolution our evolution and i put two and two together after i came up like when once i fe- once i felt like i figured it out i was like oh my god this is like the movie lucy and then i rewatched the movie and it was insane on how um on how accurate it was with my theory that i had just came up with and i actually tattooed myself uh like 2 days later the quote don't lose romance um because my conclusion or like while i was thinking about all this before i even thought about lucy was that at some point we will lose human emotion because we're becoming smarter and smarter now i was saying that we're at right now we have these human emotions because we're actually like dumb because if we were to see things as they are if we were to see everything as just is we wouldn't have any emotional reaction to it we wouldn't be able to be upset about anything we wouldn't be able to be heartbroken we wouldn't be able to be angry we wouldn't even be able to be ecstatic because it just is it just is there is nothing to to put on it there's nothing for me to judge it by so we would lose that human emotion we would lose that that um that protection over things that caring over things but that's what that's what i felt i mean i don't like, I honestly don't know anymore because I I know so much more now than I did at this time. The, when I, the year that I calculated this, it must have been 2017. It was 2017 when I came to this conclusion. We are now in 2021. So I think it's time for me to um, do this whole process again and rethink what is actually happening based off of what I've learned throughout the years since that point. Um, but when I heard this yesterday, I was like, wow, this goes in complete 
opposition to what I, I saw our purpose of life to be. Because if we have reached the pinnacle point of human intelligence, then... Okay, so I'm sorry to... I don't know if I cut off somewhere. But basically, so we get to the point where... Um, we know everything. And then once we know everything, so basically as humans, we're going to keep getting smarter and smarter and smarter and learning stuff and learning stuff because as time go on, goes on, we're going to keep learning stuff. And we're going to get to the point where there's nothing else for us to learn. We're going to know everything. We're going to know absolutely everything. And then what I wrote down were one of the last few questions that we would have to have answered would be, um, why did we split from the singular consciousness? Why... Um, why did we become two? Like, basically, why? Because we were one with God, right? We were unity. We were, there was just a singular energy, pinnacle point, a black hole, basically. It was only one unity. And then in order to experience the human experience, we had to break off from that one. We had to become individual souls. We had to become this. We had to become that. Trees, birds, this, that. Why is everything so separate when everything is one? So it was... It's kind of like the Big Bang Theory. It was just kind of like there was like the singular point and then it exploded and then creation. So one of the last questions that we would ask as humans that we would find out that we would need answered is why did we split from that? What, how, how did we split from that? Um, and then once we actually know everything, like even the answers to that, like the answers to who is God, all of that, everything, then there would be no, we wouldn't have purpose anymore. And we would probably just like, we would die. We would obliterate. And there would probably be a new cycle of humans or something. So that was kind of my, my theory of humans' purpose of life. So this, what I've heard yesterday, goes kind of against that because it says that humans, as humans, we have reached the pinnacle point of intelligence, which means we won't get any smarter, which means that we won't know everything and we won't obliterate into infinity like <laughs> my theory <laughs> so i was like when i was listening it sounded because this is like this is what they say in the Kali Yuga that you know humans can't get any more intelligent that we're just declining from here or this is the pinnacle point and so i was so i have to i have to look more into that but i thought i'd share with you um you know my theory of why we're here and then how it kind of opposes uh the what what they speak of when we speak of Kali Yug. So um, I also heard him say, he also mentioned that we can transcend the yugas. So it's kind of like when I talk about the hermetic principles, um, the law of, what is it, rhythm? Let's see. I don't know them from the top of my head. The, the law of rhythm. Okay, maybe the hermetic <laughs> listen to the hermetic principles uh episode guys. It is um episode I think 17 season 1. Hello. Um Yeah. Okay, it is it is the law of rhythm. You got me questioning myself, guys. Come on. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, see, now I don't even know what I was what I was talking about. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, it's basically like so it's the pendulum swings, right? 
the law of rhythm, let me just read it to you real quick. The, the principle of rhythm, everything flows in and out. Everything has its tides. All things rise and fall. The pendulum swing manifests in everything. The measure of the swing to the right is the measure of the swing to the left. Rhythm compensates. So as as sages or as masters or as those who can transcend these laws, we can move above the pendulum swing. We can watch the pendulum swing instead of letting us be the pendulum and us swinging from extremity extremity to extremity. So instead of everything being horrible and everything going wrong and everything being great and fantastic and nothing's wrong and just going back and forth and back and forth because it's going to keep going back and forth. That is the rise and flow of life. It's the law of rhythm. Instead of being taken in and out and in and out like that, we become aware and we become the masters of our own life and transcend that and watch the pendulum swing instead of letting us be the pendulum. So that is what basically he was saying about the yugas is that we can transcend these Kali Yuga and um, the yugas in general. One person might be in their Satya Yuga while another might be in their Kali Yuga. So we are able, whether humanity is going through a certain age or time period, we ourselves are allowed to control what time period or what age we personally are living in. So that was just something that he said that we're able to turn. So don't feel discouraged about, oh my God, we're in the dark age, blah, blah, blah. But then as you see, we're in the, we're in a transition phase right now, the age of Aquarius, uh, where we are transitioning to a new age. Now, what it seems like on the cycle of the yugas is that we'll go back to the Tuapada yuga and then back to the Treta yuga and then back to the Satya yuga. So it's kind of like the pendulum swing guys so we go from one and then we make our way to another one and then we make our way to another one and it just goes back and forth probably um but this is the cyclic nature of life really um so anyways that was just that was just um that's just it <laughs> i don't know what else to say um so all in all i guess the conclusion of this episode is that Everything might seem like it's going to hell. And it might be, but... (laughs) It might be. No, um, it might be, but it might... Hell might not be what we think it is. And hell might not last forever. And what person... What one person sees as hell might not be what another person sees as hell. One person's hell is another person's heaven. Um... So, knowing that we are allowed to transcend these yugas, this means, and I talked about this in a card reading um, that I just did on my Instagram, it was live, January card reading. Um, You want to check it out? My Instagram is Natalia of Earth, by the way. Um, (laughs) uh, What I said was, what I was talking about is being in alignment with yourself. When you are in alignment with yourself, you are falling in place with your truest nature. Now, our truest nature is our... I mean, who am I to say who our truest nature is? But I, I would 
I believe, and from what I've heard from spiritual teachings, is that our truest nature is that spiritual essence, is the one that is in flow with the Tao. It is probably us in the Satya Yuga. I don't know. <laughs> but when we are in alignment with that self, then that is who we are. And I feel... And, and to become in alignment with that self, all we have to do is do what we love. Do what is our passion. Be who we truly are. Be our, our most authentic self. And when we fall into alignment with that, I believe that we can transcend the yugas. We can be in our own personal Satya Yuga. The world around us might be in Kali Yuga, but we are in our Satya Yuga. So, this is all about personal power. This is the time right now where it is not time to take a step aside, to stand down in our own life, in the world, in our country. I'm not saying to go out there and protest. I'm absolutely, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, if you want to, go ahead. But th that's not like what my, I'm trying to say. Like, don't think like, oh, she's trying to tell us to go out and protest. Like, I'm not. I'm saying is do what you feel you need to do. Whatever falls in alignment with you, at this time, do that. Do what you are passionate about. Be your most authentic self. Be who you are and let the world know who you are. Let your voice be heard. Whether it be your passions, be your voice. So if you are an artist, put your art out there. Now is not the time to not put your out, art, art out there. Oh my god, what is that? A tongue twister? Art out there, art out there. <laughs> um... So we need to be becoming our most authentic self, be our best selves, do what we need to do, do what we feel we have to do, and complete our purpose, achieve our purpose, take action in our purpose. So that is it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I enjoy having these talks with you. I hope you enjoy having these talks with me as well. Um, I really wish you the best this week. Um, again, we'll, we have episodes every Friday. Again, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Natalia of Earth, N-A-T-A-L-I-A -A -A of Earth, this planet Earth. And yeah, there's some links in my bio. If you want to check them out, you can check out my, my eBooks. You can check out my, uh, poetry collections on Wattpad. You can check out my blog. I do blog posts every Monday. Um, they're very personal, but I also have photography collections on my website. Um, Check out my YouTube channels on those links. Uh, a bunch of stuff. And you can, of course, find the Third Eye Sives community where I will be sharing exclusive content that I find that is not in the mainstream media. Um, and also just to keep the conversation going, to share information, to help all of you. Um, and we can all become our greatest versions together. So, Satnam, peace, namaste. Uh, I wish you all the best. And I'll talk to you next week. All right.